Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak last week. This is Ed. Nice tone. I'm Brian. And we are here to talk about all the stuff geeky in the last couple weeks now since uh, we missed last week. So this is going to be a long one. We are uh, going to cover a ton of stuff this episode, a yeah. lot of TV reviews, um, lots of news. So strap in because here it comes. Um, <laughs> Uh, starting off, we uh, got a full trailer for the Halo series that's coming to Paramount, and it looks real good. Um, it looks I, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I'm not the biggest game guy in the world, but just by like what I saw, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Looks like they put a shit ton of money behind it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, like- it looks like they built a world within this trailer. Spartans alone, the Spartans looked awesome. We got to see Chief and we got to see some other Spartans. But then once we finally get to see the aliens, we saw the elites in this trailer. And I think we might have seen grunts. And one other. They show you uh, that in the very, very beginning, beginning. But like we saw the elites, like we see the two elites coming against Chief and like you see them for the first time and they look awesome. They look really. And that's what I was worried about, how the aliens were going to look in this series um because chief like we've seen him done before in like smaller budget stuff and he looks awesome mm-hmm. but i'm excited to see what they're doing excited to see the story that like we see what story they're playing with where chief's the super soldier and the spartans are these super soldiers that were made to obey and win the war and we know how that goes as fans of the halo series you know chief doesn't just listen to what they tell him to do he gets past all that especially with cortana we get our first look at cortana yeah which i mean people are complaining about the way she looks i think she looks fine which character she which character the, uh, the ai that shows up that's like kind of bluish oh yeah 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 in the Why video people- game she's like completely all blue and like people oh. were complaining that she wasn't just completely all blue. Like they gave her like a little bit more of like an actual like human skin tone and everything. Mm. Yeah. Ah, well, I didn't know that, but again, yeah. again, it's not anything major. Like the yeah. show itself looks good. Like for people like you, Ed, you had no information on Halo before this, right? And like you, you're interested now. So, yeah, I mean. I'm also a guy who's in the bag for a lot of like uh, military stuff. So, and that's that kind of half the, half the battles won yeah. there. You know what I mean? I like, like sci-fi, but I'm not a huge sci-fi fan like you guys are, but there's, there's good like military aspects, which I feel like they're going to get into in this also. Like mm-hmm. they've done it in uh, some of the other like Halo short films and stuff that, that have been put out before. They've gotten into like the more military side of things where they actually showed, uh, new soldier, soldiers being trained and everything. 
I think we'll get into that's, that stuff and like the super soldier program, the Spartan program that they have. The, which is, um, the, those shorts that you're talking about, wasn't, uh, uh, Coulter, uh, wasn't he in some of those, the dude who yeah. played, uh, Luke Mike Cage? Coulter. Yeah. yeah. Mike Coulter. Yeah. Well, yeah, it. he was in the ones leading up to the last game. Cause his, he was actually the model for the character and he was like voiced the character in the Fine game. Voice. too. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, Daniel Cudmore that played Colossus. Yeah. He was Master Chief in uh one of the uh, other um Halo like live action things that came out. Hmm. Do we have an idea who's playing him in this? It's uh or they have not released it yet. No, we know exactly who it is. I gotta pull it up because I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Pablo Schreiber. Oh, really? Yeah. I like him. Yeah, I like him um, a lot too, and I think he's very good choice for Master Chief. <laughs> okay, cool. I I did I forgot. We probably did know that. We probably brought it up before. I just forgot. But yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. And cool. someone else we see in the trailer, uh, Bokeem Woodbine. We see his character, yeah. who is also another Spartan, which that's cool. Like we're gonna see, we're gonna get to see other Spartans when, like in the Halo proper franchise we don't really get to see them until the game where mike coulter's character shows up but we see them in like the flashback game reach and uh stuff like that okay it's yeah weren't they like were they made were were there a lot of spartans like first there were originally and then when reach happened like that's when a lot of the spartans were like killed off i think a lot of them died on reach Okay. And then Chief was the only one for a little bit. And then uh, in the game where Coulter's character shows up, they're like the new generation of Spartans. Okay. So this all seems very early on. Like this is seems like it's going to take place before Reach, which if we get to see Reach happen in live action, that's going to be crazy because that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for the series. It seems like you said they're putting money into it and they're going in a good direction. I wonder, I don't know if we know how many episodes we're getting. Yeah. Uh, nine, actually just looked it up. Okay. Uh, nine okay. and, uh, it premieres March 24th. So if you don't have Paramount plus yet, I guess get it by then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Paramount Plus is one of those ones where every time something comes out for their channel, I'm like, nah, I could probably do it out that. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, I don't know, and again, not saying that the content's not there, it's just not for me. Yeah. But um, it's this will probably be the one that I end up getting it for just to watch this. And then, you know, if it's good and I find other stuff on there, I'll keep it. Um, If not, then I'll probably just get rid of it. But it does look yeah. good. It looks cool. And hopefully, you know, it delivers for the fans, especially because, again, not the biggest fan, but if it's a good show, I'll watch it. But mm-hmm. for fans, I really hope it delivers because it looks like it's going to. I mean, the, the production value and the, the casting and stuff seem like it's going to be good. So um, moving on to a bit of casting that I'm not 100 percent sold on, but I'm I'm happier about this piece of casting than I was about the last guy. Um, a young kid named Kyle Allen has been cast as He-Man in Netflix's live-action Masters of the Universe movie. 
Um, he was just recently in the remake of West Side uh, Story. West Side Story. Thank you. And I've seen pictures of him. He looks more. He looks like looks Adam more. He looks more like Adam than the last kid did. And I'm wondering if they're going to do what they did since it's called Masters of the Universe and not called He-Man. If they're going to do more like what they did in the animated the uh, revelations where you're going to see more Adam than we see of He-Man until there's a point Possibly. where we need He-Man. I'd okay also, with, I, I don't know what we are. We going to get like a CG He-Man then, or are we going to get that's that's thing, like, what are I'm we going to get? I don't we gonna, know. Like, Another casting for He-Man? I don't know. Or are they going to make him bulk up and then like, but scan him while he's small now and so that they can do a small... Yeah, like do the do the the Steve Rogers and do do the small version of him based on what he was. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, here, I'll make the... the, and this Personally, I think they should cast Alan Richson as He-Man. I think that his face, those two faces, his face, this kid, Kyle Allen and Alan Richson... Would be a very good match. I think like that's a good, a yeah. Up age. I think that'd be the best way to do it because even having this kid bulk up, I don't know if he could bulk he, up enough to where that be a gonna lot be like, of bulk. That's He yeah. Man now, like yeah. yeah, right. And I've been said Alan Richson before, so I like I yeah. like that a lot actually. <laughs> and yeah, I like and now I'm seeing really I'm, I'm seeing him as Reacher now, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, he I big. actually like, didn't check he, that like, out, he but big. I saw like, like trailers yo. for that, and I'm like. Wow, this dude's huge. <laughs> right? like, yeah, like, even oh. in even in Titans, man, he is jacked. He's gigantic. The guy yeah, yeah and that's like the other it. thing that he's in. Like, um, but yeah, I I like that a lot. Like, if they had them both, uh, yeah, because I like like I said, I saw this kid, and I'm like, yeah, he looks like Adam. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. He looks like he boy. He don't look like he man. He looks <laughs> he's like not a, a he man at all. <laughs> No. no, and no. you know nothing against him. I'm sure he's a great actor or whatever. But yeah, he's when the, you that's what I'm saying. He'd be a great. He'd be a great Adam. Yeah, yeah. but he's when a you great see Adam. Him, but go, wow, he man needs He-Man. to be huge. Yeah, yes. like if you're not like Brock Lesnar out there. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be savage, man. If we're gonna get Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's face just like went like, uh, <laughs> like no, that's too big, too, too big. <laughs> yeah, make him faker. Make him faker. Get Brock in there, Bring just let him go crazy, and then just put oh. this kid's face on. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, we're getting that movie, and this kid will be in it at some capacity. I just still don't know what we're doing with him. Um, uh, on that note, I forgot, and, and and I know I put it in there, but now I forgot the. Um, but I want to throw this in there. The the animated um, Masters of the Universe, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, the the new one, the reboot or the yeah. remake, yeah, or whatever the reboot, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I like, I actually like that show. It was the one good, that's but... got like the more sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. That's actually coming back for a second season. And it's like um um beginning of March. That's good. I'm glad oh, that got okay. a second. Yeah, I'm season. glad it got what, picked up too. I watched. I didn't watch all of it. I watched a little bit of it, and what I watched, I liked. Like it's very different, but it's still telling an uh, like a good story. Yes, and the changes true. make sense for what they do. Like the exactly. changes they make. Exactly. 
Exactly. I, I thoroughly enjoyed what they did because everything yeah, they did, it's... I was like, okay, wait, no, that makes sense. Because okay, Revelations fine. was for us. Yeah. And the new, the other one is more like a little bit more kid friendly. Yeah. But still a good story at the end of the day. Yeah. And they ended it on a fucking cliffhanger. So I was like, y'all better get this. <laughs> so you're happy that I, you're getting Yeah. Money. I was like, I just need to see what happens at the end. And I just need to know. <laughs> yeah. And then you can end it after that and I'll be all right. But I just, you know, just. All right, no cliffhangers. Sorry, just had to throw that in there. I mean, nah, it looks like fine. Netflix is going all in on He-Man right now. So yeah, Masters Universe is uh, their property, and it looks like they're running with it, which is good for us Masters Universe fans. I mean, the um, haters yeah, gonna hate. hate. Y'all I'm, haters gonna hate, but I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of this. I'm excited to see more of this cast because I want to see who they get for Skeletor. Yeah, who mm. they get for Man at Arms for Tila, and if Sorceress. any of them. Happen to uh, cross over with ours, so that would be interesting. Probably not because they're not as smart as us, but that's okay. <laughs> um, in another odd casting, I guess it's not really odd because she's she's a drawable, she's drawable, but Sony, eh, I don't know. All right, we'll we'll get to it. Sony is reportedly starting production on a Spider-Man spinoff movie. For Madam, predicted Webb. this, <laughs> and the tone just mad. Tone just mad. It's not. It's not his pick. It's not even that. Like she would be way better. I mean, when when I better. saw the name, I was like, "Who?" And then I had, to, oh, the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades, and that is not the reason I dislike that girl. No, okay, it's the just girl I in, didn't... the girl in question. Let's give her a name, Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> um. Uh, she has been cast in the lead role of the Madam Web movie that's going to go into production soon. So here's the thing. We we want to see the that character come in at some capacity. We've already talked about it, and Tone brought her, her up in his uh, his launch for My what we want to, want to see in an MCU. And I think uh, Brian had plans for that when we, when we do our part two of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is... It's going to be a Sony release in conjunction with the MCU. Mm-hmm. That I can get behind because I th- it's I think they're now kind of realizing we have to put our put our properties with the MCU to let them really win. Yeah, you know and I mean? giving them more control. It also lets Sony do this off the wall crazy shit like Morbius and this right. Madam Web, so Marvel can just focus on. Spider-Man. <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm okay with all that. The casting, again, you could either go of two ways. You could go the really old version, or you mm-hmm. could go the uh Julia Carpenter version, right? Which was which the, the more what I was recent, gonna do. The more recent version, which Tone had brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the younger version, I can see her cast. That mm-hmm. makes a little bit of sense. Are they going to do the older one handing down the reins to the younger one? Or are they going to do just starting off with Julia Carpenter? Or is she going to be a younger version of the old woman version? We don't know. But Or, I mean, and, and, and if she's Julia Carpenter, is she going to be Spider-Woman? Exactly. That's what I always wanted to see. I think that suit and that look of Julia Carpenter is fucking awesome. I always have. I always thought she was a really cool looking character when she was on Avengers West Coast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, which suit are we talking though? 
I like the all black with the, the white venom looking spider, mm-hmm. this white spider and the white uh like knee high like boots. Both of her costumes, arms. Personally, they're both cool, but I I really like the the black and white one though. That that's my favorite suit. one. It, and they change it more to like a bluish purple in yeah. the, in comics and stuff. But that's here nor there. I just think that suit looks really cool. Yeah. Um. She also has the cyclops going on with the friggin' hair hanging out of the that, top of the head. She actually had that look first. Yes. I love I love because even her that old costume cool. had that too. She had the black and no, yes. I'm just saying she had the black and white. Oh no, yeah, first before before, before before Spider, yeah, before even Spider Man had it. Yeah, 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 you're right. But I mean, like, you look at that costume, like that's Venom. Like yeah, that's no, Venom no. suit. Like that's yeah, what it looks like Venom, but they got the Venom look from her. I'm yeah, assuming exactly what Rise getting at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I can see her in that role, I guess. She's not my favorite actress. I've seen her in a, a lot I don't, of stuff. Like, what else has she been in? Like, she was in Bad Times at the El, Real, uh, El Royale, which is a really good movie. Um, she plays a character in it, which the character's good. She's just not my favorite actress. She there's something about her to bother. I me. don't and even like. She's in Social Network. I don't even remember her in that. She was uh, in one scene where she's uh, what's his name's character uh. Damn it. Uh, NSYNC. Uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Christ almighty. Yes. John, Justin Timberlake is playing uh, Sean Parker, and he's in the a <laughs> dorm room of a girl, and she plays the girl in the dorm room. That's that's all she is in that movie. Apparently, she um, was in Wounds. I don't remember her in that. Oh, yeah. She was the neighbor that, of, of uh, Army Hammer. And again, now- but you see, I don't, I don't like. She's been in stuff. And she's, uh, she was and in. What uh, he's saying is basically is that she's been in stuff and she's not memorable to him. That's what it, like because I've yeah. seen and wounds like, and I like, it's like wounds. It's like you, she's and if she's been in bit parts, that's that's fine. That's not his. That's not her fault. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Like one hundred and fiftieth favorite brown haired actress is what I would put her at. Like she's not even in the top hundred, dude. She's. Just somebody I she's in the Suspiria remake, which I didn't see, but I mean, I'm pretty sure she I doesn't hold it. her. She doesn't it. hold her own against Chloe Grace Moretz and Tilda Swinton. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's just that it's she's it's, just not good in, in my it's, opinion. It's, I don't know. I don't even know if it's that she's not good. Like you're putting her like because I'm gonna guess in this movie there's gonna be some star power because she's not the star power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one would assume. I mean, I'm telling and you. Is she going to be able to hold her? Result. Is she going to be able to hold her own eventually against Tom Hardy, Jared Leto, Andrew Garfield, no, and not. everyone else that could potentially? Because we're guessing it's oh, in that universe. Like that's the universe that they said that Tom Hardy's Venom is in the same universe as Andrew Garfield. Right. So we're guessing this is taking place in that universe also. Right. Is she going to be able to hold her own against these people? Like, I don't think so. She's not. I don't know. She doesn't have that it factor to, in my opinion. She's obviously. She definitely know Rebecca Ferguson, but. (laughs) Nope. She's no Rebecca Ferguson. Like I said, she's not even the top hundredth brown haired girl in in Hollywood that I would cast for anything. Honestly, it's a shame. I'm, I'm not. I'm sure she's a very nice woman. Yeah, like, I just don't. I mean, she could prove us all it. wrong. Maybe I don't know. 
We'll she also has cool. dolphin teeth, and I don't like that. <laughs> you look at a picture of her, she's got teeth like dolphin. <laughs> Brian is losing it. I don't care for it. I'll be honest. I don't care for it. it. I'm not yeah. a fan of it. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Wait, This was a style choice or some shit. Yeah. 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 I don't care for it. I don't care for it. I don't care for it. She's got dolphin teeth. I'm not here for it. I don't. I, I will not oh, stand for it, shit. sir. <laughs> I will nah. no. I will not. Not a fan. I will not. I will not. I will not, not accept fan. these dolphin teeth. I will not have it. Yo, that's fucked up. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so moving on. Yeah, let's not moving shitting on, on this girl. Like on. she's. So, so, so moving on. I'm sorry, Dakota Johnson. I apologize. If you listen she's to not this, even my favorite I Dakota. Hope- <laughs> She's not even my Kate favorite Dakota in, in Hollywood. Wow. Dakota Fanning's my favorite Dakota. He can't even win that one. No. She's not even the best DJ because Dwayne Johnson got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are horrible. Oh my god. Oh god. Daisy right, Johnson. Let's, move on. Right, as let's as go. Bad. Let's go. It's still, not, it's still, it's still not as bad as Dolphin D. <laughs> oh, you look up a picture of her on the internet and you'll see what I'm talking about. I don't about, care okay? for it. I don't, no. care for it. I don't care for it. I don't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, it's getting hot in here. Laughing too much. It's just that I don't care for it. I'm... <laughs> what um... do? <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um... <laughs> Legendary's Godzilla MonsterVerse series has gotten a title and some details. Um, it'll be uh, reportedly it's going to be called Hourglass, uh, mm. which is basically the the symbol that the Monarch team or you know the Monarch uh, company has, and they're basically saying what we all kind of knew it's going to be following that organization and how they're going to take care of these uh, other worldly threats. And um, I'm excited for it. Cause I really like the, the movies within this universe Yeah, and it gives it a little more, a little more room to breathe in these series as, as we've learned with all this stuff. I mean, doing it as a series is always a better way to tell a big story. So I'm excited to see it. They're saying that the um, what did they call them? The MOTUs from the first uh, Godzilla may end up showing up again. Oh, that's cool. Not sure if it's in flashback or nowadays or what, but they're saying that that's a possibility. No, is the um, show supposed to be taking place like after Kong versus uh, Godzilla? Godzilla I don't think Kong, we know or... timeline wise. We don't know the timeline on it, but okay. they. I'm thinking they're probably going to be set in present day and then going backwards in like flashbacks and stuff saying what happened previously. That's that would be my guess. Okay. So um, also, this is going to be on Apple Plus. Yes. Apple uh, Plus. I recently checked out the first episode of Foundation on that. And if that's mm-hmm. any indication, they will put plenty of money behind this show. Okay. How is how's that foundation show? I've I've seen commercials. Uh, I only watched the first episode, but the production value very good, and this is like legitimate sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. And it like it's the first episode definitely intrigued me enough that I'm gonna 
wanna I'm I'm gonna watch the rest of it because it's interesting and like I do like um like legitimate sci-fi. Like I that's why I really like the expanse because that's more like actual sci-fi where there's uh kind of like some science that can back some of these things up. Like they move yeah. from science and then go into the fiction. Uh, and right. in theories, it seems like they're relying a lot on math because that's like the big thing. Like he's, uh, it's funny because I'm talking about the expanse and the, uh, the actor that's in this series is also in the expanse. Uh, I can't think of his name. That guy. Yeah, what the what the fuck's his name? That guy, Steve, oh. uh, Jared Harris. Oh, Jared yeah. Harris. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, or right. as I like to call him Moriarty. That's like that's uh, yeah, yeah, my homeboy. All right, cool. Well, yeah. Hopefully, this show will end up being good because, like I said, I think all of us here are fans of the uh, legendary. Oh yeah, I, I love. I love the so, the Godzilla movie, Godzilla versus Kong was so much fun and i remember going to uh this shit it's been seven years now something like that but when i went to uh san diego they it was right after the first godzilla before kong skull island had even come out mm-hmm. and it was a like sizzle reel of having uh <coughs> the uh god damn it what's his name Asian actor from that, I forget his name right Ken now. Watanabe. Yes, Ken Watanabe saying, let them fight. And it was just like basically like oh God sizzle real odd, dude. We lost our minds. And then four years, five years later, they finally came out with a, a movie to back it up. So um, can't wait for that show to come out. Yeah, um, I'm excited for that. We also got some more casting news for the HBO Max Batgirl uh, movie that's going to be coming out. And they cast a woman who I've never even heard of, uh, Ivory Aquino, Jesus, Ivory Aquino, as Alyssa Yao, the character Alyssa Yao. Now, I'm not up on my Batgirl, but I read about this a bit. She's basically Batgirl's best friend in the comics, and she's transgender, correct? Yeah, I think that's like, I again, I'm not caught up on Batgirl either, so I don't know. But right. that, that's, that's the big news that, like, when she was cast, that was the big news that was coming out of it. So, and, um, you know, for a character I know very little about, okay, cool. I mean, she looks the part. And if that's the, the way they're going with it with the new Batman or new Batgirl run, then, uh, sure, cool. I'm good with it. I mean, we already know a couple other people who are going to be in it. So it's filling out the cast, filling out the world a little bit. I'm all I'm all for it. I'm just hoping that this movie ends up being good and not as much of a clusterfuck as we think, think it's going to be. The, the most and like the person I'm most excited for in this movie is Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it'll be interesting what they do with him. Um, not Michael Keaton as Batman. No, nah, I really don't give a that. That's that's I'm, the I'm one kidding. I want to I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that's I'm the kidding. one. They could throw the rest of this movie out and just put Michael Keaton on the screen for two hours and I'll watch it. You'd be reading a phone book. Don't care. I'm actually really excited to see what Leslie Grace does too, because I mean, we've seen her in, in the Heights. Like that's kind of what she's known for right now. Yeah, I mean, I like her. She, like I said, when she, they first cast her, I looked like she's getting down in the pictures. So yeah, like the pictures look good. So I'm, I'm excited to see her 
and what she's going to be able to do. <laughs> They're really leaning into that Batgirl of Burnside storyline. Yeah. And looking like with that suit and, and mm-hmm. just like the down to earth mm-hmm. street vibe. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And like, because the only like set stuff we've seen of Brendan Fraser has been like him in like a baseball cap and like looking normal. Like he doesn't have the Firefly suit on. Right. So I wonder if it's going to be like if it's going to stick to that more like down to earth where he's just like a pyromaniac or if it's like Firefly after he's been around for a while and he's just getting back into things. True. Yeah, they could go tons of different ways with this movie. I have no idea what that's the thing about these DC movies. I never know what you're going to get. Yeah, know. who knows? The thing is, this might be one of their best ones and it's not even going to go in theaters it's going right to True. HBO Max. Facts. Yeah. Yep. These, sir, are facts. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens, and hopefully Ivory Aquino will end up being... Yeah, I it. mean, excited. Like, see what they're going to do. They're going to have... I feel like they're going to have fun with this one. Again, we don't know where it lines up with any of these movies because it seems like they're drawing from every different property they have. Right. Uh, but we'll see. Yep. And uh, we shall see about that one. We did get some Lord of the Ring news. Uh, Again, the posters that were revealed while they were kind of cool, they don't show much, but Tone did the hard work of (laughs) finding the finding the people that are cast in these roles. So, yeah, uh, the source for everything is. a Twitter that goes by uh, Fellowship of the Fans uh, on Twitter at Fellowship Fans. They did the hard work of finding out who these characters are, who is the actor that's playing these characters. So this is not 100%. We actually won't know until Sunday when we get our trailer during the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, that's where we're going to get our first actual trailer. But everything here, like those posters awesome and i love that they actually didn't put anything except we see these the character's hands and something that is related to that character right so going off of that people were making assumptions about a lot of these characters the first of which looks like sauron so people immediately thought it was him or that it was the witch king of angmar uh come to find out uh, again, from Fellowship of the Fans, it is actually a new character created specifically for the series by the name of Adar. Uh, Adar is said to be an elf that has been corrupted and is leading a band of orcs. Mm. Uh, be apparently, in the language of the orcs, Adar means father. Oh, cool. Uh, there have been pictures of him on set. Uh, actually this character with Sauron. So we know that that is a hundred percent, not Sauron in the. So. <clears throat> that would go right along with the whole. It was said that orcs were once originally that were elves. corrupted. Yes. So, and Adar is the father of these. And that's of, the thing, like this, him, like being cool. called father and them that's calling cool. him father. That's very cool. If he was the first and like they were all born of him, like that would be really cool. Uh, We also see uh, Galadriel, Durin 
who this will be the first time we've seen Durin in anything. We've heard nice. Durin that name a Durin's lot. Folk. Yeah, we heard we hear that name a lot. I actually the line of over Durin. the weekend rewatched uh, the Hobbit movies, and you hear that name a lot. So now we're gonna know who Durin is. The line of Durin. Uh, Elrond. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me finish now. <laughs> uh, another new character. We're gonna see Isildur's sister who isn't a character that is actually in any of the books, but they made her a character for this. Uh, Isildur's in there. Celebrimbor, which I'm super excited for because Celebrimbor is the one who makes the rings. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And we've met him before um, in, the, in, the, in, the other, in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. With all of this going on and we seeing a Sildor and they've cast a Sildor already. Mm-hmm. We're, I mean, we're further along in time than a lot of people were suspecting. Yeah. A lot of people were suspecting that it was going to be like, oh, it's going to be like is... the start of the second age. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We no, are no. in the middle. We are in the yeah, middle. Yeah, because I think what we're going to get is we're going to get Sauron tricking Celebrimbor into making the rings. We're going to see that happen. We're going to see the rings be made and then Sauron make his one ring. Isildur's, the actor looks a little younger. So it might be like a like kind of young Isildur. We see uh, Robert Aramayo, who played uh, young Ned Stark, mm. is going to be playing the, the young Elrond. Uh, there's so much stuff like that they can cover in this and even like knowing that we're still a little bit further along than we thought we were going to be there's still a lot of time that's going to pass between all of this stuff mm-hmm. and I think it's going to end with that war that ends the second age and that's how the if there, I wonder if they'll do the thing they did with the Hobbit where the Hobbit ended with the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. If this series will end with like the beginning of what we saw in the beginning of Lord of the Rings, also where the, with the war happening. Yeah, yeah, we we get that final the, that final that'll be like between... the final scene like of this series when it's all said and done because it's not going to be done in one season. <laughs> We're no, not. I can see it's going for season. at least three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh, yeah. there's so much. Uh, like I said, I'm super excited. Like just reading about that Adar character, that is what excites me the most because it's not something that's covered at all in in the Silmarillion, which is where they're pulling a lot of this stuff from. But they're also creating these new characters to give us this stuff, and I feel like these people have enough love for Lord of the Rings. I mean, we saw what they did with just making that title, like mm-hmm. actually yeah. forging it, like they're putting love into this so even for them like to create new characters and kind of create new lore there is no new lore because everything is just what tolkien gave us and there hasn't been anyone that has like stepped up to give us new lore in that universe so let some new people play around in this sandbox because that's the one thing that's actually disheartened me when going through all this like i've seen a lot of fans like getting upset that they're making new characters, that there are people of color in this series. 
Yeah. When it he makes sent me no the other sense. day, and I just was like, "What?" Yeah, the it's fuck it's really it's really fantasy, that... people. Exactly. It's and fantasy. We, and if and the people are talking about history in... and shit, I'm like, "This yeah, never like, happened." If, if what we've seen in like recent <laughs> fantasy stuff that has come out, having people of color just makes it like that much better, and it opens up to what. Hey, we don't have to cast a white guy. We're gonna cast the best person for the role, regardless of what they look like. I, didn't I feel like that's what a lot of this stuff ended up being. Like it just happened to be it's a person of color. Like people were and bitching. it also it people it also were... I know it's fantasy, but like it can also reflect the world that you live in a little more. Exactly. You know? Like that's too woke. That's too woke. The, no, the, no, the thing no, is, Lord no, of the Rings is, you know, go back to sleep, go back to sleep. <laughs> It's people of different uh, cultures and races coming together to fight the big bad. Oh no! I know. And, 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 and here's that. the and here's the other thing. Like the same thing happened when they started casting like um, elves of uh, people of color for elves yeah. and stuff and and whatnot in The Witcher and other yep. characters as well. And and they were like, well, no, because it was set in like in in, in a Norwegian setting and everything else. It's like yes. But it's a fantasy. Yeah, it's setting. also and because it's not really never not. It's never really. It's not. No, no, it's like not there's Norway. never unless the character specifically said to look like that. Elf can look like whatever you want him to look like. At the yeah, end of same day. thing when Idris Elba was cast in Thor. Exactly. Everybody mm-hmm. lost their fucking minds because he's playing a, a, a person that lives in Asgard. Yeah, Asgard's a fucking fictional place, you <laughs> asshole. Like, what are you talking? And about? especially in the MCU, it's more like an Norse, alien Norse place. mythology, okay, and it's still made up and bullshit. It's and the it's thing so is, is like with The Witcher, especially the writer is still alive, and he has said that their version of The Witcher is the definitive version outside of his books. He loves Henry Cavill. He said that is like. That is my character. Like, that is Geralt in real form. Like, so if he is down with the series, who are you to tell him no? <laughs> like, tell yeah, him no. Right. Like, that's, yeah. that's not right. So dumb. Yeah, but all I'm, that I like petty shit about these people just fucking making yeah. up things and all that aside, I mean, this, this show seems I'm, like it's going to be amazing. Like, just the, like, little bit that we get to see of the characters, it feels like Lord of the Rings already. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, and, and and if anyone's sitting up there going, it's not, it's not like it's not as well done, or things aren't the same as 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 the Peter Jackson ones. Well, good. And two, yeah. this is a completely different t- period time in, in history. Yeah. So their stuff isn't going to look exactly the same. Nope. it's going to be reminiscent because of the cultures, but that's about it. I can't yeah, wait to see what their elves wear. Like I can't wait. Mm-hmm. To see- you know what I mean? Like, I can't wait to see the armor pieces that they put on the the the, the men and the Numenorians. We've never seen Numenorian. Yeah, we armor. haven't seen them. I, I I wanna. I can't wait to see Numenorian armor. This is gonna be some shit. Like, there's so, so much. Like, in the little uh the poster for Galadriel, we see her holding a sword. Right. How often do we see Galadriel wearing armor and wielding a blade? <laughs> Well, yeah, it's... that's Galadriel. I could have easily saw her wielding the blade. I, I know, but like we've never seen it. No, like the only I time we wait. see her, the only time we see her fight is in uh, the Hobbit. I think it's the second one, or is it? It's the third one. Yeah, 
and you see her, Saruman, and Elrond going there, and they and they're fighting the uh, the Nazgul mm-hmm. to save uh, Gandalf. Mm-hmm. That's the only time we see her fight in these movies. We know how yeah, powerful she is. It's going to be a lot yeah. of new stuff. I know it's just a different lens. I can't. It's wait. Ex- it's exciting for me. Like I'm super exciting excited. and new. This is like like me and Brian were geeking out uh, over the weekend about all the fantasy stuff that's coming and that we already have. There's so much. If you're a fantasy fan, this is it's a great time to be alive. Yeah, like there's it's so really many like great. movies, TV series, animated Amazon. Show. Amazon's doing their thing when it comes to fantasy. Wheel of Time we was going to get there. And uh, this, I'm super excited. I'm excited to see the trailer this weekend. And yeah. September cannot get here quick enough for. Oh, I can't weekend. wait to see the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be I'm here night now. More than, quicker <laughs> than we can think. Yeah. Um, another thing that we're going to touch on quickly is. Uh, there's another Suicide Squad spinoff coming to HBO Max as a series with James Gunn developing it. Who we do don't know which gonna character be? it's going to center on. <sighs> Who do you think? I mean, I think it's going to be somebody completely out of left field. I think it's yeah, going to be, be, be fucking Weasel. I think it's either going to be Weasel or it's going to be King Shark. King Are Shark two, would be the, too cool, and that would cost them way too much, I think. Yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, even Weasel, like that would still probably cost them way too much because it's Ratcatcher. Makes sense. You think it's going to be Ratcatcher? That's who I think it's going to be. It's I, That's who I really? kind of think it's going to be. Yeah, you could have Taika Waititi have cameos. Sure. Why not? I think what's the name would be too too close to what they're doing with Peacemaker. Um, who? Idris Elba's character. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely not going to be Bloodsport. Bloodshot. Um, Bloodshot is he's too close in character to yeah. Peacemaker. Bloodsport actually would have made more sense for what they're doing with Peacemaker. <laughs> like yeah, just he would awful, just all of that movie, his character made more sense. Like the changes they made to Peacemaker, like it all makes sense now. But like just yeah. coming right off of that movie, it would have made more sense for Bloodsport to be that character. Right. But, but he had but he had his change yeah, through the movie. He had it, so. he had it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, um, true. I mean, and I and actually, I could see if they did a rat catcher, so I could see. Bloodsport I think rat showing catcher makes there. the most sense because I could see, I could yeah, see Bloodsport showing right. up there. Yeah, I he could don't not, not be, for the whole show. I don't want it to be Harley Quinn. It could be that. I don't need that. Uh, I don't, I don't either. I don't I, it's not that, that I don't even cool. like. I like her character in the movies. No. I think she's yeah. fine, but I I just don't. I don't no. want to show about her. You know, we don't it's... need that unless it's polka dot man. Oh, dude, I would love a polka dot man show. Look, just showing his background and just showing him be weird. I would love that. That would be fucking awesome. Now you got me happy as shit. What if they have a show that's just based on the first team getting together that hits the fucking beach? I mean, and gets massacred. That would be awesome too. The, what I would want in a perfect world is it to just be a Suicide Squad TV show where every week it's a random team, and if they make it out, they make it out. Otherwise, that would be cool. 
it's not what we're gonna yeah. get. But that would be really cool, though. That'd be very cool. Um, and like whoever makes it from one, like if they make it out of the follows to the next, they go yeah, into the next, to the next, onto the next thing. episode. Yeah, but otherwise, if you're dead, you're dead. It's an actual Suicide Squad. Yeah, that would be cool. I was just thinking of something they said in the last episode of of the show, and cracked me up. Peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, man. this that this show is coming is soon. But uh, the the real actual peacemaker. I don't think it's show, coming anytime five soon. Five and six. Yeah. Well, no. Well, probably in the next year. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. like it's coming right away, but it, that it's in production. Apparently, they're developing it. It's not in production. They're developing it. Um, Peacemaker episode five and six. We've all seen now. Correct. Yep. Nope. What? You haven't seen them both? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. okay. Um, this show just gets better and better, in my opinion. I, I, it does. I love it. I told you guys, I love it so much. Uh, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be Ed. I gotta be Ed this time and say, no, oh, shit. Like, nah, fuck. I'm kidding. I love this. It <laughs> was fucking amazing. This shit it's is amazing. So, the thing is, like, I was actually talking to my friend before, uh, this and um the thing with peacemaker is it's a fun show super fun it's just fun and john cena's fucking hilarious yeah he is he's so good that man's comedic comedic timing timing is ridiculously good (laughs) when he's sitting there arguing with steve (laughs) (laughs) about who he could have put in prison besides oh my god and you know that was all uh, improv by him, right? Yes, yes that's freaking great. Dude. So good, it's so good, and it's he so good. keeps on going. And then if you stay and after yeah. the credits, yeah, yeah, he and it going. just keeps he on going, going even longer. <laughs> I was like, I it's love that. So good. Oh man, I'm really sad because Harcourt's a hundred percent gonna die. You think so? Hundred percent. No, she's no, she's gonna be in. A, she's actually supposed to be in. I think they said she's gonna be in. Um, something else. I oh, I did read that. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. She's supposed to be coming in another. Oh, Shazam or Shazam, the new Shazam Black movie? Adam again, again. Black Adam. That's you what act it is. like that means these movies connect with each other. Oh, good this point. is DC. We're talking about. True. Good point. Yeah, point. That, why do you think she's gonna one hundred percent gonna die? Because she made a friend group with them and started sharing pictures with them. Oh. She's my opening going, up. My man's going on anime tropes. She's she's opening up and being like, you know, starting to be part of a team. Yeah, that's a yeah. He's yeah. He's definitely going on the anime. Well, you tropes. know, it's funny too. <laughs> like you it's can't you can't do that. <laughs> stupid in the same in the same vein because people are coming after James Gunn now because she's actually his uh, partner in real life, and they're like, this is nepotism, and he's putting his wife in in the. Where he's putting his girlfriend in, in the show. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And so who I, cares? Who gives a I, shit? I, I, I'm I'm sorry. There's a there's this gentleman that we Named all know. Robert Zombie. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Tim Burton. I, uh, no. The list goes on and on. Uh, every his... muse. Every muse, my man. Our Burton guy that we had. love. Yeah. Uh, Why can't I, I think of his name right now? Me too. Uh, Christ Almighty, Mike Flanagan. Flanagan, yes. Yeah, um, I love Flanagan. that dude. His wife's in everything of his, and and like and Flan and like what Flanagan's 
uh, Katie Siegel, this girl can actually act. So yeah. let's keep her in some stuff. And you know, so she's can not uh, shitty like uh, yeah. This isn't this isn't a fucking movie. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Oh my god! It, it just like I saw it and I'm like, isn't there anything they can come after this guy about again? Like, come on, just fucking relax. My but, issue with James Gunn. He does not like the John Cena, uh, you can't see me meme. <laughs> I saw that today, too. So I think it's we'll never funny. So sadly, we will not be getting Peacemaker and invisible an invisible helmet, helmet saying you can't see me, which would be the funniest fucking thing if it happened, because everyone would understand what that meant. Yes. And it's 100 percent the type of thing Peacemaker would do. He'd be like, he'd be like this, too, like. He would he would be invisible. You can't, see, you me? can't see me. But it would be really it, funny because the only his head part, would be invisible. The funniest <laughs> part is it would be him fighting his dad, and his dad would be in his white dragon, awesome armor, and he would be able to see him. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this show, because again, I was like a little on the fence with the first two episodes. But ever since then, like, it's just gotten better and better. The music is fucking great. Yeah, it is. It's so funny. Vigilante. Oh, my God. Fucking Vigilante. That prison scene. (laughs) Prison scene's amazing. He... (laughs) He's probably my favorite character in the whole show, honestly. So good. Fucking hilarious. He's hilarious. He's so good. What's your favorite color? (laughs) (laughs) That shit too. He's like yo, he's like he's like yes or no questions, dude. I just told you that you're right. <laughs> my fault, my fault. Is your favorite color teal? <laughs> Why do you want to know that? I'm like yo, I was like yo, what the fuck are we want? And their chemistry together, yeah, so good, yeah, so good, so good. <laughs> and it's crazy because he was the casting was changed midway through. Really. So- I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, and they went back and reshot everything with him. Oh, I didn't know that. So I wonder, like, was the other guy even, like, close to being this good? Because mm. I can't, like, he's perfect. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's great. <laughs> I was just thinking of the kite man when he's talking about kite oh man. Oh, my God, and- <laughs> when he's talking to the kids. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Why are you my least favorite person in this class right now? <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. It's so fucking funny. It is. It's just, it's, uh, and I actually started rewatching it from the beginning because I'm like, I like find myself jonesing for it. I'm like, I want to watch another episode of the show, but there's not another episode out yet. So I watched yeah, the first two it's episodes good. over again. <laughs> and the, I just I mean, rewatched we got some... the Suicide Squad. So I might redo that. I might do that myself. We got, we got some big revelations. In these episodes, yeah, Mern is, is a butterfly. <laughs> Mern's a butterfly, but, but we also know that he's on the side of good butterflies. Yeah, I mean, butterfly. if you if you thought Mern wasn't a good guy, yeah, well, kind of. But like, I like the. the, the I kind of like the scene where he just like lets everybody off, and he's just. I was just like, huh. And then the other scene. 
where they where, where he no where he where he confesses what it what it's like being the butterfly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was actually like, a really good like, scene. Talks about it. it's like, damn, that's so, yeah. Fuck. That yeah, was some yeah. good acting, actually. Yeah, um, and it's like, so they all every butterfly deals with this, and they all just don't give a fuck. He's the only yeah, one right. seems to like care, and come to find out that fucking creepy fucking guy that becomes the, is that guy's the face not the creepiest not, face you've was, ever seen in your was life not a butterfly and i love that uh uh peacemaker calls him pennywise <laughs> oh as soon as when he he's walking a down the thing though. and he's trying to sh- trying to figure out oh, how to smile oh, oh my god, god he looks so wow i don't know if they put him on something or if he just figured out a way to walk that made him bob like that because he didn't that wasn't like a normal thing he was just like no yeah yeah that was so weird. He's fucking so creepy. Oh and then, do you ever feel bad about saying how an actor looks creepy because that's actually the real face and it's like a shame? Nah, because <laughs> he's creepy. Nah, as nah, fuck. that smile, that that smile was horrible. But yeah, he was he was playing creepy just to begin with. And then yeah. and then yeah. like and then that 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 scene at the end of the other episode, he's uh, just uh, <laughs> oh, no, oh <laughs> yeah, he's trying to figure like, out emotions. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. It's it's and I mean our big. And he thing. wasn't even a butterfly at that point. No, and that's the thing. He wasn't a butterfly. Yeah. And he was already fucked up. Very <laughs> fucked up. Very very fucked up. But now he is a butterfly. And so, so is, is everyone else the... in the police yeah. station. In the police thing. That, that was actually was... a really cool scene when she was coming over the uh, over that hill, and they were all behind. And they're her all in just the like following really cool. behind her. And then they That's had to, and then they and then they almost and then they and then what what would have killed it if it wasn't for like it being gun was them bringing up the jar of shit so for her to suck out of it just yeah because like, normally that would have just been like oh come on that looks so stupid but it was just like the fact that they did it like to the music and it mm-hmm. and just walk and it's just like yeah yeah, yeah there's like my shit and I was like okay. Okay. I saw that coming as soon as she turned. I was like, oh, she's turning all the cops into butterflies. Like, they're all mm-hmm. right. like, she's she's building an army now. And the, like, with, almost with like, why are they going screams? That's the thing. Like, what do we have? Two? I think two left. Like, this is this is big for yeah. them to deal with on their own. Yep. They're gonna have to figure out a way that can kill them, like all, like all at once. All at once, like the high. But the thing thing. is, is that gonna kill Mern, and that gonna be him, like sacrificing himself? Mm. I would think so. Yeah, I just it's it's one of those shows. Like I said, I just cannot wait for every Thursday to watch it. It's so good. And now it's to the point the stakes are super high. So the diary the character, like the character development, all the stuff that's like happened, like the stuff with Adebayo and like uh Peacemaker, and like when she put that diary in his uh trailer, I was like, fuck, why would you do this? <laughs> like, yeah, and I, I know you're doing it because your mom told you to, right? But your mom's kind of bitch, and you <laughs> I and, and, and you know she's a bitch. And I know. she knows she's a bitch. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, like she's still going along with long. it. Yeah. I'm I'm excited <laughs> to see where it goes. If he doesn't get a jetpack, I'm be highly upset. And the thing is, like, yeah. he, ha- he they're gonna be fighting a war on two fronts because they have 
the white dragon and the white supremacists coming from one mm-hmm. side and you have the butterflies on the other side and then everybody yeah. else and it's like maybe we get some suicide squad cameos up in here you know what i was thinking and this is way maybe way, way off. Shows up. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> it's not unheard of that they would do this now hear me out and you're it's probably wrong <laughs> what if the end result is they're fighting this army they're fighting this army of of butterflies bad butterflies right they're way outnumbered they're way outnumbered then all of a sudden the green lantern corps come because they know about this invasion and help them i mean it would set up the green lantern corps Stranger things show. have happened in the DCEU. Well, that's why I'm mean? saying, like, what if we get a Suicide Squad cameo and then this leads into whoever's show is the suicide, the other Suicide Squad show. I could see, I could see that happen. Yeah. Like, they're setting this up for it already because of the simple fact that they're they're making the announcement now because they know they're only two episodes away. True. And, like, yeah. they're, they're, they're vastly outnumbered right now. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to get out of it without a, a heavy hitter coming in yeah you know like I mean? they need something it's like vigilante and they need Peacemaker some can only do so much yeah they need some rats exactly or a giant or a shark nom nom or you know some polka dots dude get polka dot man back <laughs> bring in polka dot man too say he has a twin brother you never know about i don't know i would love that but i don't think it's happening no, I don't um, think so either. We'll see what happens. Like, either way, I feel like I'm not going to be disappointed. No, I no. think it's going to end well. Yeah. Um, we also got news that three new Star Wars games, including Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, have been announced. Uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't followed up on this story. Did they tell us any more about the other two we're going to get? Uh, one's a first-person shooter, and the other one is a strategy game. Okay. Clone I know you Wars. two are both Clone fans Wars. of uh, Fallen Order. Wars. Oh, yeah, I love Fallen Order. Like, I have said it many times. I wish it was Cal that showed up at the end of Mandalore instead of Luke. Still feel that way. <laughs> Cal is such a cool and character. And he was played by Mo- Monaghan, right? Um, the kid from uh, Shameless, yes? Yeah, and, yes. like, he was played by him, so you already have the, the perfect actor to play him. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And you could also bring Deborah Wilson's character in. Yep. Because she's in the game also. Um, mm-hmm. That's like a her, lot. Video games is like her second life right now. It really is. Her, Phil Lamar, like the voice acting those two do. But now she's showing up like. Yeah, she's showing up like with her. At, like with. Yeah, because she was in. That, she's uh, she's going to be Waller. Yeah. And she was in that Wolfenstein game, too. And she yep. was herself and. So yeah, yeah. there's uh yeah, I'm excited. I love what they've done with that game specifically. And it's all all these games are coming from respawn, which are the ones that did uh Fallen Order. And they also are known for they used to do Call of Duty games, they did uh Titanfall, which is gonna lend very well to their first person shooter which I am hoping is a Clone Wars game, like at least set in that era, at least, mm-hmm. where you have like clones. Um, 
the one the one I'm actually really excited is for the like the RTS, the real time strategy game, because I love that genre of video game, and one based in star like in the Star Wars universe makes way too much sense. <laughs> They've never had one. I swear to God, they had one. Excuse I feel me. like they did like a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just, but it just makes makes way too much sense. Like StarCraft, those type of games, like like in a Star Wars universe where you're building up units, and one of them could be a droid army. Guys, I really stopped talking about that because I really, <laughs> you're making me like, yo, I, there was definitely one, and I think, and I, I think feel like there was, right. and it might have been Clone Wars based also because I feel like. That was one of the armies. Was the droids? One of them might have been clones, and one I forget. But and I feel like not only that, you you're absolutely right. It is a it is a genre of games for um that's been untouched by um Star Wars. That but even if they don't if they don't go that route, like where it's like the big war game. If they went the route that uh XCOM went. Where it's just like you build your little unit mm-hmm. and you get attached to your unit so that when they die, you fucking hurt. <laughs> because every time one of my units died in XCOM, it hurt me, especially because I could go look at the wall and see their names. It was called Star Wars Empire at War and it came yeah. out in 2006. Yeah, but they they could do either version of that. And I'd be down. I'm respawn. I they can do no wrong in my opinion when it comes to Star Wars. Uh, Fallen Order was amazing, and not what I was expecting from them at all. So to get a Fallen Order to because it left it open ended where we could get more, and Cal Kestis is uh, canon according to. Our Star Wars people, so mm-hmm. and now technically it's full on Jedi. Yeah. So I'm excited. I want more. Give me more. <laughs> Give me more. Well, we are getting more, more Star Wars for sure. We got uh news that the Obi-Wan series is reportedly coming in May of 2022. I a hundred percent think this is right. So my reason is May the 4th falls on a Wednesday. What day do we get Star Wars? Wednesday. True. And this was uh, leaked from a tweet from one of the showrunners that disappeared almost immediately. (laughs) Yeah. And it just said May. But now, like, like I said, you couple that with may the 4th falling on a wednesday they could do a big whole big thing of that coming out yeah for sure and i mean it's enough time for us to get that between book of boba and then we get that yeah basically that's just like what a month that they'll just be off for not doing stuff well no two months months. um march march and april yeah they don't have another uh disney show coming in between then I don't know. If, like, I don't, I don't think, think there's so. any Marvel thing set up because no it seems Marvel. like they've been going like back and forth. Yeah, they've been going Marvel, uh, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars. Wait, Mo- uh, when does Moon Knight come out? Oh shit! No, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's March. it. There it is. Yep. 
March will leave right up into there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That. So yeah, Moon Knight. Like there we go. Because we'll have as soon as Moon Knight ends, you'll get like a week in between. Because well, we'll have be... a couple weeks between uh, Boba and Moon Knight. Yep. And then it'll probably be the same thing between Moon Knight and Obi Wan. Yep. Oh, there we go. So we're gonna Good get the Obi Wan show. Good TV watching. Yeah, buddy. And then what we're told is Andor series is reportedly uh, coming later this year. Yeah, so with the that. second season already leaked by one of the stars, Stellan Skarsgård, to be in yes. development. Yeah, he uh, tweeted. Uh, I don't know. He didn't tweet. He was in uh, an interview, and they asked him. Swedish press or something. They, uh, yeah, they they were asking him about. Uh, I don't know if they were asking him about Dune specifically or this, but he did bring up that Dune 2 is filming in July. Yeah. Uh, which that's exciting news for us also. But Can't then wait. he also goes on to say that uh, season two of Andor will be filming in the fall. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, oops. My fault. Oh, oops. Daisy. Season <laughs> one hasn't even come out. Stellan, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm kind of glad that they're going to be do two seasons of that. I wonder yeah. exactly how far back we're going to be going. I I like his season. I like his character, mm-hmm. and I do want to see more. I specifically want to see how uh, him and K two. Like, how does yeah. he get K two? Yeah, me too. That okay. was my favorite character in that in that movie. K two so is awesome. Yeah, I Just love K two. Awesome like, I can't wait for them to be more of that. And I mean, are we gonna see, like? Will we see any other characters? Like, I mean, that movie is such a ragtag team put together kind yeah. of movie, which I love. We've already talked like, about we'll that. Like, we'll see. Like, um, we'll definitely see so K two in this. But we'll like, see K two. But I think that may be the only person. Yeah, no, we're not gonna we'll see anyone another... else from the. We're not gonna yeah. see anyone else from the team. But like, will we see yeah. Bail Organa? Like other people from. Yeah, other people from that time from the rebellion and stuff. Sure. Ooh, yep. Could we see uh Hera? Could we see Hera Sindul? Because they mentioned yeah, because they mentioned her name mm-hmm. in, in, in Rogue One. Yeah. And we see the ghost in that, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, can we see some of the rebels? We That'd see be very cool. Yeah, for sure. Do we get Freddie Prince Jr. to reprise the character of Kanan Jarris? No, he's too old. I'm just kidding. Hmm. Like, come on. Like, you know that's something he's been salivating for ever since he was cast in that role. Yeah. And he's such a huge Star Wars fan. Like, you gotta let him, like, do that in live action. Could happen. I know that uh, there was a lot of talk this week about what's going on. And I, I always pick the wrong time to stop watching shows. Because apparently these last two episodes of Bo- Book of Boba Fett were like the fucking shit. You mean and you mean the Mandalorian? Well, I heard that the next episode five is basically a standalone ep- episode of Mandalorian, which I'm I love the Mandalorian, so I want to watch it. And then the next one has a bunch of fucking cameos in it. And episodes like, five and six are the Mandalorian. We go yeah. back to just being the Mandalorian. And oh, the thing is. Mand- Six is set in the Mandalorian as well. Yeah, well, I mean like, they're all set oh. in the same thing, but it's if yeah, I know, but Mando like it's, it, there's no Boba Fett in either of them. There's no, Boba, there's, there's, there's a, a little there's bit, a of tiny Boba. bit of Boba. <laughs> yeah, but 
so episode five, we get all Mando all the time. Thing is, we should have expected this because I remember Favreau and Filoni specifically saying that Book of Boba Fett can be considered Mandalorian season 2.5. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, episode five is all Mando all the time. We see him with the dark saber coming back to his people, the uh the Mandalorians. Yeah, the, the two Mandalorians that are left of his clan. Yeah, the forger, the forger and the armor uh, and uh Paz Vizla, aka John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Paz Vizla's Favreau? Yeah. yeah. Paz Vizla is the big dude with the machine. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, my boy. Didn't... You didn't know, I didn't know it was him, bro. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. That's awesome. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I just remember him. from that from that first season being like, dude, he is so fucking cool. Yep. That's Favreau. Dude, I love that character. Um, All right. I'm back in. I'm back in, guys. I'm back in on the boat. It's, it's these two episodes were amazing, regardless of the end of the last episode, because that made everything in this series worth everything for me. Um, yeah, you get them. I, as much as I love the armorer in The Mandalorian, I do not like her character anymore because you can 100% see that she's a zealot. Mm-hmm. The way that Bo Katan like, says that they are zealots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we pretty much know what the next season of Mandalorian is going to be because of the scene that we have here. It's going to be him trying to redeem himself for his clan. But I really think he should be just be doing it for himself. And I think he might figure that out. So do I. I think he's going to figure that out along the way. I think we're going to get him going to Mandalore to do this and then becoming his own person and understanding that he doesn't have to follow this creed because not every clan of Mandalorians follows this creed of never taking your helmet off. Mm -hmm. That's their thing. And that seems like more of a Death Watch thing, which even the Death Watch didn't follow that. Um, okay. pos- I mean, previously had his helmet off all the fucking time. <laughs> um, yeah, this the, 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 we see the dark saber. We learn how the dark saber works. It's not working for him because he doesn't have that. He doesn't believe in himself, and he's fighting against the dark saber. So mm. we're gonna see him train with that more. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then we see him join up with uh. Fennec at the end. Uh, we uh, before we even get to that, we get his new ship, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> no, it is, but it isn't. I love that ship. Here's the thing: it's a great ship, but it's a shitty ship if you're a bounty hunter. It's not a good ship for staying out in space because it's, it's not a good. It's ship a starfighter, but you can't transport anything either. He can. You bring a- what do you bring? That's, back what, to that's what that the, the hollowed out. Uh, if you remember when she tells him, you know, that's uh, where the kid is going. Oh, yeah, that's we know that's where the kid is going. So, 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 so again, not going to be a bounty hunter anymore. That's the thing. OK, OK, that's what I was going to okay. say. I think they're you're, forget, him you're not forgetting he's not going to be a bounty hunter anymore. OK, okay. he's going to be the ruler point. of Mandalore. <laughs> that's a good point. Or the kid is Nah, I is he going to fight the kid? No, I think he's gonna end up losing the dark saber. I don't and think he's gonna get it. I, and, I, and I, I think I, the kid is gonna get it back. There's so many like the kid is gonna like I, I don't think that's gonna happen because 
the kid there's too many bad things with like the, I, i'll get into that when we get into episode six <laughs> but this nabu fighter that they it's repurposed it's is so fly. fucking cool that should just fly that should just chromed out it's so fucking cool also Knocked going out. back to going back to fallen order we get bd1 a bd droid not bd1 not the one from fallen order at least we don't think it is but we get a bd droid for the first time in something live action uh and he looks awesome <laughs> he looks so cool i want one of those i know they're amazing uh but yeah they repurposed this naboo starfighter that's his new ship my man, my man's engine is sticking out of his. his, his he's got, his he's yeah, he's it's a, he got a hot, hot rod, rod racer. He's a hot rod car. That's cool. Hey, shit is, this shit is nosed out. That shit, yeah, yeah he's shit. got, he's oh. got nosed. <laughs> yo, that shit is, yo, and it can jump to hyperspace on its own too. I'm like, yo, this thing is rough. It, it's it, so cool. I and can't it's wait to see super it. fucking fast. And it's so wizard. It's wizard. <laughs> he, he said that in the episode Ed. really yeah when they did. asked him how it was he said wizard wizard yep so they was there was a lot of callbacks to the uh prequel trilogy with this specific episode uh but it fly. it was still fucking awesome uh then like i said he meets up with fennec she says uh boba needs your help we're willing to pay they toss him some money he says, this one's on the house. And then we go to episode six. Because he says he has to go meet up with someone before. Has to go see the kid before he... Episode six is pretty much another episode of all of that stuff. We get Mando going to where Grogu is training with Luke Skywalker. And we get to see Ahsoka Tano. Which, like, every time they showed some new shit on the screen, like, in that episode, my mind just exploded. Like, I'm watching it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Oh, it's Luke again. This is cool. This is really yeah, good. Ooh, yeah, they yeah, stepped yeah. up that CG. They stepped up that Luke CG real good. I'm liking this. I'm liking this a lot. Yeah, yeah. they definitely and got then better at it. Ahsoka shows up, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Ahsoka. Wait, that's Ahsoka next to R2. Wait, that's the first time Ahsoka seen R2 since the fucking Clone Wars. Wait, what the fuck? Yo, my brain just started going on all these Yo, like, it was just, Yeah. Yeah, we got some cool little callbacks to Luke training with Yoda in in reverse. Because he's okay, training yeah, right. Grogu. He's training Grogu, yeah. Uh, my biggest issue aside from the fact that I really don't care about Luke Skywalker in this stuff at all. Like, I don't want it to be him. I really don't. <laughs> um, Luke, the way he's teaching this whole, like, not having attachments while having the droid that he's had his most of his life that he's been, especially since he's been a Jedi. That's an attachment, my, my dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You also have attachments to your sister and your best friend and the child that you will be teaching soon, I'm guessing. So to be like, you got to get rid of all your attachments. Remember, he not, he hadn't learned. He's but no, like, I know. Yeah, he's he's literally the being thing. a hypocrite. He's literally being a hypocrite. Yoda told him but this is the thing is Empire Strikes Back. Got to let go of your attachments. 
he leaves training with Yoda because of his attachments and still becomes the Jedi that he, we know him as. So he yeah. know at that point, especially at this point, you can still have attachments and be a great Jedi. Right. But he's still so this is pre Kylo and all that stuff. Right? This is oh, yeah. pre this is because this is all post Jedi. Yeah, he's literally right, building right, right. the temple that that yeah, that, like they're uh, they're building the temple that we will see in that uh that we will see burned down eventually. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's just like this is hypocritical as fuck, dude. This is everything Yoda was trying to teach you that you went against and learned, hey, I can still do this. Right. While having attachments, because I'm not following the way of the old Jedi. Maybe it's a test to see if that well, person will do the same. It's it doesn't no. seem like it is at all because the way the episode ends, he's literally telling him, "You can choose to go back to Mando, or you can stay here and train with me." Hmm. But that's not even the best part of this fucking episode. Because again, I, I don't. I like. I saw Luke. I was like, la- but here's I was the like, thing, cool. The, la- the, la- the last part is gonna get is 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 gonna be kind of lost on Ed though. I, I don't know. I feel, like he knows Ed, I feel like he knows the character enough that he, but he's never, but yeah, but it's not the same. No, it's no, no. not the same as knowing the character. Uh, but again, we'll get there. But like, I, like I said, Luke, I saw Luke. I was like, cool. I still don't care about you, Luke. Like I'm past this. I like old man Luke so much better than young Luke. Yeah, mm. me too. And I was, and I was more excited to see Ahsoka again. Uh, yeah. As Ahsoka, hundred percent excited for that. And yeah, like there's rumors of Luke showing up in the Ahsoka show, which I don't want mm. at all because the rumor is that it's going to be him helping her to go save Ezra from Thrawn, and I don't want that. Okay. I'd rather just be her and like a bunch of Rebels people like her, Sabine, and Hera going to save Ezra. That's right. cooler in my opinion. Um, But anyway, yeah. So we end the stuff with Luke and everything. We go to Mos Pelgo, aka Freetown, which we haven't I was seen. To say, Freetown, which we haven't seen since. Uh, that's where Ka- Cobb Vance. That's Cobb Vance. Yeah. So they got the boy. they got the they got the ribs of the of the crate dragon. Yeah, inside the bar. Yeah. And oh, the, cool. And the, and, and the sand people got the skull on they on they fucking on they, the Jawas fucking, had it, not the sand. I mean, people. so yeah, the Jawas they got Jawas. it on there on yeah, their, yeah. on their thing. Um, but yeah, so Mando goes there to kind of recruit Cobb Vanth and the people of Freetown to come help Boba. Okay. Uh, they're kind of like, nah, we, it's not really our fight. That's how they leave it. And we finally see the person that our, uh, title of this episode was alluding to the stranger from the sands. As we see a silhouette of a man with the wide brim hat walking up, and, and I duster. lost, I lost my fucking shit. And my when duster. I saw that man, because I was like, "Nope, they're not doing this. They're not doing this." And they oh, were could... doing it because he got close up. We see the bot like the whole time. You don't see the top. You don't see his eyes because his hat just tilted. But he starts to talk, and it's Corey Burton's verse, voice that comes out. And it's Cad Bane showing up for the first time in live action. 
and yeah, that's he, exactly I've how seen him in the up. I've seen him in the cartoons, but I haven't seen I I don't know much about his character. Cad I just Bane know he's is without a doubt one of the coolest characters to come out of Clone Wars. That's how he would always show up in the animated series. Yeah, too. like he would like always, he would always show up. He was always at, brim first, like you brim down, you know, talking. Even though he showed up like six or seven times, every time he shows up, he's. He's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. And he's telling like, and the things that he says to Cobb Van, like, shows that he's been keeping tabs on this fucking planet for a while. Because he the, says, or the Pikes have. I think specifically him before the Pikes. Because he says you shouldn't have lost, like, something about him losing the armor. Mm-hmm. Which means he knows. Yeah, and he knows Boba's back, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Well, why didn't he just kill Boba from the beginning?" You gotta remember, Django was a mentor to him, and he was a mentor to Boba. So, so even if he did put that dent in his helmet, he still got some like there's respect for him. There's something there, and he won't do it from far because he could have probably easily taken him so out wait plenty a of times. Bane actually is the one who put the the thing in dude's helmet yeah in in uh, boba fett's helmet mm. yeah i didn't know that okay and i think cad bane was actually the one that killed the sand people oh okay that would make a lot of sense too because fennec said that it was like even she said it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have made sense for it to be that gang that he beat up on ah, uh, if i think it would have been a, if anything it would have been the pikes i think it was to... cad bane Doing I think for he the took them out, and it was mm. like a message. Yeah, for the pikes, because that that yeah. See, here's the thing. Okay, and now now I'm gonna go on my little rant. Right yeah, there. you go, you go. <laughs> no, no, it's not even. You said everything that I need to, that you need to say, and 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 I and that needs to be said about the two episodes. Everybody that's been hating on this show, it here's my thing. <laughs> This show went at the exact same pace as the first season of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, is that there wasn't a little baby Yoda to, to, to take everybody's freaking... I will uh, say uh, the only other thing is Mando was a badass the entire time. Yes. Yep. Boba's been like back and forth. Yes. And 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 they the other thing off. is, but but there's but there's like reasoning behind it. Yeah, with yeah, the whole yeah. Backstory. But the whole thing is, is that like there's that there's the there's the that there wasn't a baby Yoda to distract people from that aspect of it. There wasn't all these there wasn't a set of expectations on a character that mm-hmm. we've only seen once before. This is a brand new character. Yep. So this character could have gone any which way and we probably would have followed them along just to see what would have happened. So you add that together with that with the fact that they were trying to actually give this character that everyone has loved and wanted to see forever, an actual backstory while being able to move the story forward at the same time. And then without, without people bitching and complaining, everything was connected. Those flashbacks that we saw in the beginning of the series all connects to why this whole situation Mm -hmm. is going down. The Pikes have been slowly getting a grasp of Tatooine since back when Boba Fett first crawled out of the fucking Sarlat pit. Boba Fett has been dealing with these people. Not really. He's dealt with them once. And that whole situation soured him to them since. 
Mm-hmm. Now that they're all coming out and Boba Fett is out and knows exactly what the fuck he's trying to do, it everything connects. Those flashbacks had meaning not just to give Boba Fett a sympathetic side, but to show that the Pikes have been here this whole time yep. and that they are the big bad that we've been looking at. That's why these fish people are just keep showing up. It's like, I know people are like, why do they keep using the same people? Why do they keep using it? Duh. This is the syndicate that everybody is fucking scared of. And it's also, we've, if you've paid attention to Star Wars, you know the Pikes are the ones who control the spice. They own, like, Kessel is run by the Pikes. And that's where the spice comes from. And I get that, you know, a lot of people won't, won't know that because they didn't watch Clone Wars. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. But barring all that aside, like everything that happened that people were bitching about, like all led to something. Yeah. Like it's not like it was aimlessly done. Like it really wasn't. Like it I'd was, said, it, it was like, building could, a story. Exactly. Where there was none before. Yeah. And, it was building something we all, everyone had this perfect picture of Boba Fett in their head. And this didn't fit what everyone had. This is the only, and again, you guys, the points you're making are valid. The only thing I can say is every episode of The Mandalorian season one, season two as well, but most I'm, I'm focusing yeah, on just season focus one. one. It's, it's Boba, Boba Fett season one, Mandalorian season yeah. one. Every, every episode of The Mandalorian was exciting. Every one of them. I, I liked every single episode. Boba Fett, the first three, first four, actually, the first four I found anywhere from totally boring to mildly entertaining. Um, again, you're not, you're not wrong. It is, it is building to something. I just am bored by it. That's all. Yeah. It's, it's, this took a very, like, I feel like Book of Boba Fett took a slower, methodical pace to get to where we are now, where everyone's losing their shit. Yeah. Because like now we built I mean, up these to this last big two, thing. These last two, although they're again they're more Mandalorian based, sound amazing, and I can't wait to watch. And again, what Bryce Dallas Howard did her fucking thing. Yes, she did. She needs yes, she to. Did. She, she, she did uh, episode five. She did five. Okay. Episode now, six was Felony. No, my okay. thing is is that like with all of that being said and it all building and and everything and it's like. We, we kind of like, we know that things are going to be slightly interconnected. Oh, yeah. Very much so with that. And I did like the fact that they took these two episodes to sort of like. Yeah. Show us what he's been doing. Connect, since. Exactly. And connect this story to his and everything else, because they they he does owe him. And, you know, yeah. I like and I, they didn't they didn't have to show this in in Boba Fett. They could have easily just like had him show up and then shown us in the next season of Mandalorian what was going yep. on, which I actually thought was what they would do. So did I. But I think the Boba Fett story that we're getting is the other five episodes. And they had these two episodes carved out specifically to give us Mandalorian. Right. To give us Din Djarin and Cobb Van and these other characters that and fucking bring in Cad Bane like a motherfucking boss because he comes in shoots Cobb Van down which he's not dead he's not dead because he doesn't shoot him he doesn't do a kill shot on him no but that deputy 
that deputy who was a deserved fucking every, dickhead. He deserved every shot. He's a dickhead guy, from the moment like, Din Jaren no. shows up when he's like, you got to move your ship. Yeah. And, and then he just so. kept on like, Cobb tells him, go inside. You don't know who you're dealing with. Why are you in the middle of a, why are you trying to get in the middle? And of then a you out, get bro? to, you keep on and you get too close. And Cad Bane just had to show him why he is who he is. And just, he does not shoot him once. He shoots him so many fucking times so good yeah that that you, deputy's are not you gonna involved. interrupt you're gonna interrupt my shootout no i do not grown folk that. talking here right now yeah, facts <laughs> so we only have one episode left of the yeah Boba Fett. this uh, next the, episode the, is the, a finale the, it's gonna be the big fight i think cad bane's gonna have a little bit more muscle on his side because just him and pikes i don't think is enough kind Will of he have, uh what's his fuck wookie guy uh Chrysanthemum is with uh Boba. He's with him now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, at the end of the last episode, they fight. And then is he with him now? Yeah, he went mm-hmm. and got him. He offered he him. He got him after on. uh Chrysanthemum freed Rodian. Oh. Chrysanthemum oh. killed the Rodian. Okay. Uh the pikes blew up the cantina. <laughs> so right now, Boba Fett is chilling with. He's Fennec, got he's got the mods, your, boy, your, your your favorite people, the mods. Yeah, he's got and, the mods, Fennec, Chrysanthemum, and Mando, and Mando and two, most likely Cobb Vanth and Freetown. <laughs> his yeah. two fucking uh, what's the name, dudes? The green guys. What are they yep. called? And they yeah, the Gamorrean guards. Gamorreans. Yeah. But I think, which this is kind of like me, like being a fan and like wanting this to happen more than anything. I think we see Bosk show up with uh, Cad Bane because Bosk has no love for Boba currently. That would be very cool. And it would, Bosk would be the muscle they would need to go up against Chrysanthemum. Hmm. That would be cool. Um, and I also was going to say, is there I'm, any, I'm calling any, it again, any more likeliness of, of the other, the other, uh, well, IG 88 and Dangar. I don't think we'll uh, see them like they don't like IG-88. I'm pretty sure doesn't harbor any ill war ill world towards anyone. He's a droid. But he's also a hired gun. Yeah. I mean, if Could they he hire, hire him, him to go, maybe I don't I don't see that. Like we had IG-11 in Mandalorian. I don't see them. doing. Yeah, that was cool. I could see uh, like an HK droid maybe showing up like that'd mm-hmm. be cool. Um, Are they the ones from the Mandalorian? The ones that. Rolled down off the fucking uh, no 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 HK droids are uh, specifically from uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, they're like these. Well, you know the ones were... I'm talking about though. The yeah, ones yeah, the droid because the they're fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, now I I think we're gonna have Kira show up in the next episode as the actual leader behind all the syndicate stuff. I still think she's gonna show up. Uh, I wouldn't be. I don't know how this is gonna end because if Cad Bane dies, I'm gonna be pissed off. Yeah, y'all if didn't he, bring him into live action just to kill him off. No, don't do that. I will be pissed off. Uh, I know people were complaining about the way he looks, but you gotta I mean, remember, older. you he's gotta older. remember, he's like seventy, mm-hmm. and for his people, that's like a hundred. They don't usually live that long, so yeah, his mm-hmm. he's not gonna be as blue like. You know, when people get old, like they, their faces puff up a little bit, they lose the color in their skin. Also, people have to also remember this is 
animation going to live action, not the other way around. Right. And this, the Clone Wars characters are very stylized. Mm-hmm. But this is what Filoni did, and he created the character. So I think he has last final say on what the character would look like in live action versus... Uh... Don't you tell me what my character should look like? How dare you? <laughs> I, w- I want someone to be like, no, this is look better. Shut up. <laughs> well, they have done that apparently. There's a side by side. Yeah, I see that, and I'm like, what he should again, look like, and I'm like, he looks the fucking same. He's just he just he's just bluer. Yeah, and it's like, guys, you understand the way these they age. Like he shouldn't even be alive by like average standards of his race. I bet you that breathing thing for the um, exactly like there's there's probably a lot going on there. Like he might have mods himself, (laughs) but he's awesome. He is the coolest character, and I'm super excited for him in this. Like it's gonna be him and Boba. Like they're gonna have their showdown. I just don't want him to die. So that is that the end of the the end of that episode or no? That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The when, stuff with him Pat... happens, and then like the, the episode ends with Luke telling Grogu he needs to make a choice. Okay. You can Lone have this lightsaber. Wolf and Cub you, style. Can, you can have this lightsaber that belonged to Yoda that was canonically destroyed in the comics. But also canonically rebuilt. Was it rebuilt? Yeah, they said that there was a scene of him rebuilding one. Hmm. I don't remember that. I just know that it was canonically actually destroyed and there was no reason for Yoda to rebuild his lightsaber. But judge him by his size, do you? Uh, and that that's another thing I didn't like. Oh, he spoke in riddles. No, that's not a riddle. You, you he idiot. just he just spoke in he, broken English. He, yeah, he just spoke in broken basic. Yeah, like you, you just like he didn't speak in riddles. That was not a riddle. And then the so the thing is back to the whole Grogu thing. We we finally get his flashbacks of him like during okay. Order sixty six. So he was there during Order sixty six. Yes. Okay. Yeah, my man's got some PTSD. Um, if they explain that as the reason why he's still like child, like baby, like and doesn't speak or anything, I can accept that. But a fifth, like even the like, however any race or whatever matures by 50 he should be able to speak and i was gonna say is he speaking now or no he's not speaking people were saying that like at the end of the episode it looks like he's gonna say something for the first time but i feel like he shouldn't be like a baby and like that's what he is for all intents and purposes in this show he's a baby but he's finally starting to do stuff in this episode we see him during the training like actually starting to do stuff which is cool yeah he can yeah he can move now um cool. but I want to know who saved him because it wasn't any of those Jedi. That's they all me. died. I I know, I know she, yeah, but I yeah, me too. I still think it I, I, th- I still think it's Mace Windu. I I, I was gonna I'm gonna tell you why it's not. I'm gonna tell you why it's not. Because there because there are people that think it is at the time that this was happening. Mace just got yeeted across town. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Even I didn't if know if survived, that came beforehand. Which or I, after. Think, I think Mace did survive that. Like, I do he think Mace survived. My man he can't make it across. No 
he can't no hands. <laughs> he ain't making it that far. And no hands. He ain't making it that far. Who else from the from the prequels was around then that would be able to have done it to save him? I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to come out that it was maybe someone like an Inquisitor, someone of the Sith, something like that that saved him. Mm-hmm. People were saying that it was R2, which doesn't make sense either because R2 wasn't there. And they're like, oh, well, it looks like he's inside of something. And I'm like, yeah, he's probably inside of his pod. Because if he's inside of R2, how does R2 then get from there (laughs) to let him out somewhere and then get back to everything we see him happening in Revenge of the Sith? Like, Hmm. it doesn't make sense. And again, it doesn't always need to be somebody from the fucking past. It could legitimately just be another random droid. If right. that's what they're going for, like it, there's huh. so many things it could be. It could be a young Cal Kestis that just finds him and like spirits him away. Hmm. Okay. There's so many things it could be. Um, maybe Anakin finds you... him and just. I don't think Anakin would find him and not kill him at that point because Anakin was killing all kinds of kids. Uh, I saw you guys also talking back and forth about possibly if they end up having a show with young Luke and the rest of them. I don't know. Yeah. If they did uh, the shadows of the empire series, that was room. That's like kind of rumored now. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about that, but you were saying to bring back the guy who played Han. uh, Mm -hmm. What's her name's daughter? Lily Lord. What's her name? Lily Lily Lord. Lord. Yeah, Billy Lord as a young uh Leia. Leia. She was also already a character in the in yeah, I mean, one of the movies. Yeah, but it was but such was a, a small she was character. nothing. Yeah, she yeah it was a but she does look a hell of a lot like her mom. That would work. Um Donald Glover. Yeah, if they did that, that could be really cool. And then Sebastian yeah, Shadow of the Empire is, a, is a very cool uh like little story that Mm-hmm. we never got more of like we got the, the the game the like the books i know they made i think there was a comic uh, and the figures after it. yeah there yeah, was there figures, figures and toys and the ship yeah dash rendar and yeah i remember what if that. dash rendar shows up in this next episode <laughs> that'd be funny <laughs> that'd be funny <laughs> I was originally thinking about having it be Josh Duhamel, but he's too old at this point. So not not it not if he shows up in Man- in Boba Fett. Oh, good point. That's late. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. He actually would be perfect at that age. I think what's his name? Would look but that. but for just for looking... Shadows of the Empire, I was thinking uh, Richard Madden. Yeah. No, I like that. Uh, Richard Prince Madden. Caesar. Yeah, who would who would play Prince Caesar? Richard Madden, you know the guy that was in that movie you love so much. I know who you're talking about. I I just think another another um another Game of Thrones guy would be a little bit better. A guy that you like a lot more. Who? Jamie Lannister. Oh, for Dash Rendar. Yeah. Well, see, I, I was actually, trying to go young. I was trying to go for younger. I actually like him better than Prince Caesar. Like uh-huh. put some green on him. Yeah, he'd actually be a great Caesar. But I was I was trying to go for younger. Yeah, yeah. No, going, I think Richard Madden is actually has the look in, of uh, Dash Rendar too. Yeah, we're going back in 
Return of the Jedi time and whatnot. Yeah. And, There's a lot of cool and, shit. And, and like we could get those cool looking like that's Luke really like, you know, going back with the like the whole dark side stuff like. Mm hmm. There's a lot of cool stuff. If they did that, that would be awesome. I do think it would be better if that was animated, though, like Clone War style. Because That's what I'm saying. Because all those people are like either too old or not alive anymore. Right. That would just be looking. It would just look cool. It would look but, cool. Like like those characters are already stylized enough, like in that like era of stuff. So. Mm hmm. It'd be really cool to see. I mean, like Dash Rendar looks like straight out, like he looks like Cable. Yeah. Like, so. So I have a quick question mm -hmm. before we move on to the next thing. Because mm -hmm. it's 830, basically. Yes. Do we want to continue? I want to talk about this stuff. I do. Do we want to continue to talk about it now and, and go for like another like 45 minutes talking about that or do we want to because i could talk about that for so long i'm i'm good to go all right let's talk about it i guess i need to get it out of my system okay okay never mind <laughs> never mind never mind so moving man's on jones from star wars my man's jones and moving on from star wars johnson to something i've been waiting for for the better part of five years has it really has it been in it's been five years that since that campaign ended so oh, yeah okay. so probably longer than that though since this but did you know aired. it was going to be a thing five like years ago now oh, mm -hmm. so then you weren't waiting then oh no i was waiting because i was thinking about it just like the entire time when this arc like especially the arc that's happening in this series when that arc was happening i was like Holy shit, this would be so fucking cool if it was animated. And like because mm -hmm. so many like the fan art community with Critical Role is ridiculously fast. They will make fan art while the episode is happening. Wow. And it's very, very good. So, yeah, we're talking Legend of Vox Machina. <laughs> uh, at this point, we have six episodes. The first two are a nice little introduction to these characters. Uh, actually, very different from what the original story was supposed to be. Because it was supposed to be the first adventure that they went on as like in game. But when they were um, actually doing everything and setting it up, it didn't play out well. So they kind of rewrote it and change things and i like what they ended up having um in the first episode we get introduced to our team of vox machina who are a bunch of assholes and i oh my god. love them so oh much oh my gosh i was not prepared for that i watched this with <laughs> jacinda and when we met scanlan I, oh like, yeah scanlan like, short like, like I'm just holding on to the remote and my jaw is on the floor and I'm like, oh shit. Oh, oh, oh. And then I thought it was over and then there was more and I'm like, oh no. And then no. you see him again with the daughter. The best part is that scene in the bar and it's great because we open up 
in the D&D trope of meeting this group in a tavern, which is how many a D&D mm -hmm. game starts. Uh, it's so funny. They actually dubbed some of that at uh, New York Comic Con. They did a like live dubbing of it. And I'm sure they went back and like re-recorded, but it's like you see how that scene plays out even further. And there's so many funny things from Percy misfiring with his uh, gun in this which is something that happened a lot in that campaign where if he rolled a natural one, he would misfire and had to fix his gun. <laughs> uh, there's so many little things. Uh, Grog cutting the, the orc's arm off <laughs> and then asking if he can keep it. I fucking love Grog. He's so fucking funny and he just gets funnier. Like you're the best. <laughs> oh, I love and like Jacinda oh, loves the them. Jacinda loves Grog and Pike. Oh, oh, Grog like, and Piker. like it's funny because that's what they said. They said, I love those two. And then they're and then like someone else came across the screen and they were like, Well, I like them too. And then someone they're else all, was like, I like them. And it was like, you know what? I just like them all. And I'm like, they're yeah, all me too. like very good characters and very different from each other. You have the mm -hmm. twins, Vex and Vax, who like, and I love it. And the one part kills like, you know, the twins, they just they don't care about anybody but themselves. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> and it's like, no, but it's mm -hmm. true. And and Grog just wants to fight everyone, and that's true. And it's just so good. And we see them get kicked out of the tavern for starting this huge brawl. And they're down on their luck, and it just sets them on their whole thing with uh, Sovereign Uriel and what's ending up there. Also, our first uh, Matt Mercer sighting in mm -hmm. in a as a an NPC. <laughs> rolling around when uh scanlan pisses on him that was every hilarious. episode there is a matt mercer clone you just got to pay attention and almost everyone does not make yeah, it I, I i i gotta go back and look for the matt mercers but there's so many little things on top of like the big stuff like uh so yeah uh also voice cast in these first two just in the first two episodes amazing um Aside from our main cast of characters, we have Kari Payton as Sovereign Uriel, who's awesome. And I had one of my friends text me, he was like, is that Cyborg? And I'm like, yes, it is. Uh, David Tennant as Krieg. And he's so good. Something about Scottish dragons. Uh, uh, something that was really cool that I love the way they did actually in this is when Vex, uh, when her primeval awareness starts to act up. So for those that don't know, in D&D, as a ranger, you get something called primeval awareness where you can sense uh, fey, fiends, celestials, dragons, all those kind of things. So one of the characters in that first scene when they meet the sovereign and, all, and the council is a dragon, but she doesn't know it. She just feels this whole thing. And it's specifically because she has a closer tie to dragons because dragons killed her mother and those are her favorite enemy in the campaign. So they do it a whole thing where it's kind of like uh, like her head starts to hurt and she starts to like go down, kind of like a spider sense thing, but she just sensing the presence of a dragon. She, has, she just doesn't know who it is. They do the obvious thing where they try to throw you off the scent of having it be someone else. We know it wasn't that person. Uh, but then Krieg turns out to be the dragon. They have a huge battle with Krieg. Awesome 
shit happens. Like there's a lot of little Easter eggs for fans of Critical Role when they go to Gilmore's shop. There's a book that shows up in the foreground, Tusk Love, which is a book that's in campaign two. <laughs> that's a smut book that they all read. And it's like a joke throughout the whole campaign where like if they come up against an NPC that they're talking to and the NPCs reading a book, they'll ask them what book they're reading. And it's almost always Tusk Love. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the first two episodes are like, like nice introductions to this team and showing them meet up, like not even meet up, but they're, they've already met up, but them becoming these heroes to this city of Iman. Uh, they get their keep by the end of the episode, which is actually in the campaign. The keep was called gray skull keep, <laughs> which of course they can't use that. Can't pull that on here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they get their keep, and then the second episode ends with our introduction to the Briarwoods for the first time. They Lord bad. Silas and Lady Delilah Briarwood. They bad. Voiced by Matt Mercer and Gray Delisle, who, Gray Delisle, if you do not know, she's voiced a lot of badass bitches in her day. Most, uh, I think someone that people will definitely know is Azula from avatar the last airbender she voiced her along with a lot of other people but i love her as the voice of uh delilah matt is fucking amazing reprising his role of silas but they're rolling up in a carriage coming to Amon, and they get stopped by bandits uh <laughs> silas comes out and handles the bandits very easily, and the bandits were not ready for them at all. He did say it was nothing. Yeah, it was really nothing to him. Um, and let me hold on. I just remembered something from the. Mm-hmm. I only yeah, watched no, the one episode. Yeah, but <laughs> they the the one line are like these people killed the murder murder the murder hobos, hobos. Yeah, murdered. Yeah. So that's all. And like, I was like, hey, I know that reference. Yeah, like that's <laughs> all like just D and D stuff, like. That like yeah. when I heard murder hobos, I just started laughing because the death dealers. <laughs> yeah, the death, death dealers. dealers. Uh, yeah, there. Yeah, again, I thought that was very funny. So many little things that are like just like little nods to D and D, as well as like there's like stuff that's specific to the campaign. Right. Um. Yeah. So episode two ends with the introduction to the Briarwoods. In episode three, we get to see the Briarwoods actually for the first time. Uh, now, of note, this is not how things actually happen in the campaign. They don't go from being uh, heroes to then meeting the Briarwoods. There's a whole bunch of shit that happens in between in the actual campaign. So if you're interested at all, you can go watch that. It's very good. They go to uh, a dwarven city called Craghammer. So cool. And then the Briarwood stuff happens. Um, they might be just swiping that around. There, there. Well, actually, the uh, in the one episode in the in the second set of episodes, when they talk about their craziest kills, when Keyleth like has her little moment about dropping the Dwergar in the uh, lava and her telling him to shh, 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 that happens when they're in Craghammer. <laughs> That was rough. And 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 at that point, I actually caught so I, I was actually not like paying attention. So when it got to Scanlan, Scanlan was like, oh, my turn. I was like, just send the cover your eyes. 
I like I was like just said to cover your eyes. I was like, I have no idea what's about to happen, but I know. But you knew it was gonna be some shit. I was like, this is gonna be dirty. And then Scanlan was just like, wow. And the best part of Scanlan, I still finish. Is all his music is Mm -hmm. likely written by Sam Regal. Because Sam would come up with those songs on the spot when they were playing. And almost always they were like renditions of actual songs just turned into a D&D like equivalent. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we meet the Briarwoods. Percy finally tells them why he hates the Briarwoods so much. They killed I mean, his he's family. Still, he's still holding he still has, back. Yeah, he is. And oh, no mercy Percy comes out in full effect <laughs> in this episode. Just, that was just... Mm. The uh, Vax goes to sneak into the Briarwoods uh, room while they're having dinner. They say the their uh, safe word is going to be Chenga, which mm-hmm. it was actually Jenga in the episode, but can't again, you can't, can't use that. So uh, we see him use his uh, snake belt, Simon, which if you notice, the snake also had an eye patch. has a little homage to Snake Pliskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was uh, a one-eyed tr- it was a one-eyed trouser snake too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get to see, and this ep- this uh, scene happens a lot differently in the campaign when it's played out, also because Vax sneaks in while the Briarwoods already in the room when it happens oh. in the campaign. Uh, but everything that happens from there, from Silas biting him and doing all that, like that all happens. So Silas is a vampire. You don't know by this point. <laughs> Silas is a vampire and Delilah is a necromancer. Um, hey, I was right. Yeah, so she get uh Vax gets thrown out, he gets fucked up. I love that when Grog, oh yeah, and then we have our other Matt Mercer sighting as the, the guard that that takes their weapons from them and then gets called a fuck stick by Grog. <laughs> Uh, but I love that when Grog runs up on Silas, he says, no one kills Vax but me. Uh, they have a huge fight with the Briarwoods. Uh, something's definitely going on with uh, Lord Silas Briarwood's sword there. Right, Brian? Yeah, Jacinda loved that shit. She, <laughs> Every time man, it got blood on man. it. Yeah, it 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 sucked the blood. It and changed the blood forms, and, and then got bigger, and yeah. and yeah, and sharper, and it was just badass. And and when it when Jacinda saw that, they were just like, "Hello!" They were like, oh, like wait, I can't wait. Like, I can't he's... wait for you and Jacinda to see like what that sword is. Like, or, or no, nah, there there was a lot of that because they said the same thing when they first saw no per- no mercy Percy. Especially, especially when, when the, we see him again, yeah. The, the, and especially when we saw it again at the end, and then and then and they're like, "Yo, wait, what is with the smoke? What is nope. with the shadow?" Yo, what the best the... part is then, that and... scene happens in the campaign, and the line "Your soul is forfeit" is right out of them playing. Yeah, Jacinda goes, "What does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> I am vengeance, which is probably um, like him. Referencing Batman, because I know Talison's a uh-huh. huge Batman fan. But and then your soul is forfeit. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And then he blows Desmond's hand off. 
That was good. So good. They get locked up. That's how we start the next episode, which the thing that I missed that other people realized when they're locked up and they get attacked by the, uh, the shades when they're in their one room, there's a table in that room that is actually modeled after the table that they actually played on. Oh, wow. Which was really cool. Um, yeah, there's so there's so much, but yeah, they so they get attacked by shades because Scanlan has Delilah's book, and the shades are trying to get the book. The Matt Mercer cameo in this was one of the shades. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> I would have uh, never picked that. I would never picked that one. Huh? The character uh, that is guarding them, Jarrett, um, actually has a way smaller role because in the the campaign. He was uh, hired by them to protect Desmond from uh, from Percy. Because <laughs> uh, they had Desmond locked up in their keep and they just wanted to keep Percy from uh, attacking him. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they his entire troop gets killed by these things. He helps them escape because they're going to go deal with whoever did this they start making their way they they get a bunch of shit from gilmore and on their way over to whitestone which is where the briarwoods currently are and it's where percy's from the uh they get attacked by these new hound things that actually weren't in the uh original campaign they were something created just for this but they get attacked by them one of my favorite scenes in this whole attack is uh because you're seeing the 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 building of the the vax and keyleth love story they're like starting to lay the foundation for that because when he gets attacked by one of these things you see her eyes like glow green and her face start to go a little feral which we then see later is her transformation into the uh, her saber tooth tiger form? Uh, but that's really cool. One of the coolest scenes, though, in all six of these episodes, is the sun tree scene. It's one of the most fucked up scenes, mm-hmm. but still one of the best because they're they finally get to Whitestone. They're making their way through. And Percy stops dead in his tracks and is staring at the sun tree, which is completely dead at this point. It's supposed to be this most like it's this huge tree that is like the center of their town and it's supposed to always be in bloom, but it's completely dead. So that just shows how bad the Briarwoods effect is on this place. Uh, hanging from the sun tree is six individuals seven individuals right yeah however well however many is in their crew because they had one for all of them and it's everyone is made to look like one of the members of vox machina Hmm. and the sad thing is we see these people before coming to lord and lady briarwood thinking that they've earned like this huge favor with them 
And it's really sad because we know what's going to happen when she puts the Everlight symbol on the little girl. Like, like you guys didn't like you wouldn't know, but me knowing what's coming because Mm -hmm. that did happen in the campaign. I knew once she did that, that that's what was coming. And it Mm -hmm. made that scene even more heartbreaking Mm -hmm. (laughs) because, you know, what's coming next. And then when they they actually see them, they realize it's a message to them because they're made up to look like them. Right. And it's really sad because they didn't get two gnomes. They got two kids. Right. And killed these kids. That's crazy. Yeah. I got to uh, watch the rest of these episodes. I just haven't gotten yeah, to it's, it yet. It's so good. Like, there's so much more that happens, but to kind of cut like things short, like I don't want to go on too long, but there's so much that happens. The sun tree scene is fucking amazing. I actually like send you a video that I have of like they did a side by side of them like having it happen in game and like Matt like describing it to them and them realizing what it was and then like watching the actual like the animated version um yeah that the introduction of bad news which we kind of see earlier in episode I think yeah, you see like Percy like working on it for the first time you see it on his workbench and Mm -hmm. if you don't know what that is like you're like oh that's pretty cool but then you see him actually using it to like look at things and we haven't seen him use it yet but that gun is fucking badass and the reason he names it bad news is because bad news always travels fast (laughs) (laughs) yo yeah I still I mean I know we're probably gonna find out so I'm not even gonna say anything and that's the thing like I don't want to say too much but one thing that you did get to see at the end of this episode is that on his gun, every yeah, they barrel have the has names. someone's name etched into it. And if is, he kills them, the name disappears. And it's there's a specific reason. I'm and, sure it has get, to do with no Percy Percy, too. No Mercy Percy. It's 100% has to do with him. Yo, because he's flipping out on his peoples, and his peoples is trying not to do no, and that's the thing, nothing like, but like, help him. I, it's funny because... Before the season came out, the entire like critical role fandom was like, look, guys, we know Percy's gonna do some shit, but there's a reason. <laughs> and it's like he does he does do some shit. But there's a reason for it. Actually, something else that I wanna uh I'm gonna send you guys is uh so you can watch it also them dealing with the door. <laughs> And not being yeah, able to get I through heard, it. I, I I heard I I heard that they, they have issues with doors and oh yeah they have they have plenty of issues with doors. Through, yeah, like every time they try to get as through you, a door, they as just, you they saw just when roll when Vax took numbers. a Grog's toothpick from his sandwich. Actually, that fucking scene because I didn't get to talk about it. <laughs> and Scanlan's like, "I'm gonna go get the team. All right, on your way back, pick me up a sandwich. <laughs> I'm not going on the sandwich run." Aww. Yeah, I fucking love Grog and something else that I'll tell you because Pike doesn't go with them to Whitestone. The reason for that, which I like the reason they made it happen in here, like the way they explained it away Mm -hmm. during the actual campaign, Ashley wasn't able to play 
because oh, she was okay. in the middle of filming uh, the show Blind Spot. Okay. Is that what it's called? Oh. The show with the chick with tattoos? Yeah, Blind Spot. Yeah, she's on that show. Like, she was a regular on that show. So she okay. wasn't able to always be there to play because she was doing that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, so far, like I said, I've only seen the one you guys obviously saw, six. I liked what I saw. It's not that I don't. I just haven't had the time to watch the rest of them. But like uh, Brian said, they're half hour. They're quick. They're and quick to get to. They're doing three every week, so two more weeks and they'll all be out. Right. Yeah, so I definitely want to oh. catch up on this. Yeah, there's 12 this season, which I think that's going to pretty much close up all the Briarwood stuff. I want to know what season two is going to be, which I think we'll know by the end of this. I want to know if they're going to do like, I don't want to spoil anything, but I want to know if they're going to do, there's two different ways they could go because they've kind of set both up in this season already. I'm excited to see which one they do because I could, I'm, I'm excited for either one a little bit more excited for one than the other, because if they do, that one there could be a lot more guest stars specifically mm. joe manganello will Friedel, no and people like that were uh huge in the arc that i'm thinking of gotcha yeah i mean i'm i'm excited to watch the rest of it you're obviously super duper excited for the rest of this season yeah um so yeah we will definitely touch base when the other three come out Hopefully by then I'll have watched all of them and then we can catch up on all that stuff. Um, anything you guys want to add before we sign off here? Yeah. No, that's, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, my that's book of Boba Fett Wednesday, peacemaker Thursday and box mocking a Friday. <laughs> that's yeah. It's uh, it's pretty much, must see tv now i mean these these things here and uh i um uh, i'm backed up on this but now i gotta go watch that's probably what i'm gonna do when i get out off here i'm gonna go watch these other two fucking boba fett episodes because <laughs> i've heard so much about them and both of them sound really really good so uh i'm making myself into a liar i'm gonna watch these two two episodes i'm getting back into it and then we'll, we'll, there's only one left. So I might as well yep. just watch that one this Wednesday mm-hmm. when it comes out. So, exactly. Um, so yeah, with that, I guess we'll say thank you guys for listening. Um, you can reach us at the email account that is gslw at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up at our Facebook. We'll be dropping some uh, pictures up there uh, and a little bit about uh, the Lord of the Rings. That's, uh, Geek speak last week, two words. Geek speak last week, two words. <laughs> we also have an Instagram account, and that is geek speak last week, all one word. Uh, yeah, I'll actually send those uh, videos over to you, Bry, so you can get them on the Facebook too. Videos? Yeah, videos? the videos for the the box mocking and like side by side stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so check that out, and if you want to see what uh, we Bry and tone have been talking about for the vox machina stuff and uh we'll have that up there as well and i guess until next week thank you for listening we'll see you next week to talk about last week thanks guys peace see ya